We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Sixth Man Show on Orlando Magic Podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic Basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Sixth Man Show. Today is July 31st, 2023. Jonathan Osborne here. As always, joined by my co-host, Luke Sylvia. What's going on, Luke? You know, I took a, a, a brief hiatus from the old social medias, and um, Twitter is now X, so there's that. I will say, I one of the first things I read, and I, and I bookmarked it so I would be able to push further push magic propaganda as if people don't hear it from us enough. NBA University tweeted out today the best clutch free throw percentages uh, percentage in the 22-23 season. Jonathan, number one, the Orlando Magic, 88.9%. They are number one on this list by four, three, three and 0.3% or something like that. My math is correct. Only Philly is in that spot. And uh, so, yeah, sizable gap there. The Orlando Magic. Push that propaganda. Best clutch free throw percentage last season. So that's how I started my time back on Twitter or X. Sorry, and uh, I'm I'm pretty happy about that. And the Magic played 44 clutch games last season, which was tied for ninth in the NBA. So it's not like so a not small nothing. sample size. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of like Markel, Franz, Paolo going to the line late in games and like knocking down big free throws when they need to. Unfortunately, that didn't translate into a, a ton of wins. The Magic were 19 and 25 in those clutch situations. But that's a fantastic stat. If you all don't follow NBA University already, like regardless of whether or not you're a Magic fan, just like he tweets awesome, like just NBA nuggets, like not the Denver nuggets, like statistical nuggets. And it just so happens that he's a magic fan, so he always finds a way to slip some like magic bias or magic positive stats. At least once I would a week. Put it more incredible. than that, like multiple times a week. I'm like, you didn't have to do that. This is a very obscure like stat rabbit hole that you went down. But I'm glad that once you saw there was something that shed positive light on the magic, 
you're like, well, now, of course, I have to tweet this. I don't really have a choice at this point. So shout out to Steven, who runs the, uh, you know, the NBA University account and just legitimately one of the best NBA well, Twitter X X accounts, I guess. <laughs> I'm, can uh, we just still call it Twitter? Can we do that? Like, I don't care what everybody else is going to call it. I still want to call it Twitter. It is still functionally Twitter to me. I don't care that Elon spent $44 billion. You spend that much money, call it whatever you want. I'm going to, I pay my $9 a month or whatever it is for Twitter Blue. I'm calling it Twitter Blue. It's not X Blue, it's Twitter. I'm calling it Twitter still. I I am going to have a very hard time, as is everybody, because Twitter has been Twitter since, I don't even know, the early 2000s is when it came mid, what was it, 2005? Seven, maybe? I think. Yeah, so... I wasn't I, on Twitter until like 2011, 2012, though. Fun fact, uh, okay, so 2006 is what this says. Fun fact, my, my dad was on it in 06, a real trailblazer, if you will. And I remember him talking about it in church from the stage when, like, he first got on it, telling everybody to get on it. So, real trailblazer that that Ron Sylvia. So, um, but yeah, I, listen, there is way too much tied to like the letter X that I really just I don't understand. Elon is an interesting guy. You've got SpaceX. He tried to name his kid X, then some algorithm thing that I don't understand. He's very out there, and I just don't. I, He's just one of those guys that he he wants to do more than just leave a, a a a little thumbprint. Like this guy's putting his whole hand in it, and we're just having to freaking we're we're having to just. I'm not even going to continue this thought. Actually, um, <laughs> we're not going there. But uh, yeah, I just I don't understand the the need for it, Elon. To be honest with you, I know you're listening to this podcast, but I just don't get it. You know, well. Uh, the reason that you came to listen to this podcast is for the Orlando Magic. And we have a really a great conversation that we had uh, with Bally Sports Florida, you know, pregame, half game, post game broadcaster Dante Marcatelli. Uh, that's you're going to hear later in the show. So stay tuned for that. Really appreciate Dante for taking the time. Always a, a joy to hear from him. And uh, some Orlando Magic relevant basketball is coming in just a few days. So coming up on Saturday, August 5th, Germany is going to be playing Sweden at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I personally am still working on figuring out how I'm going to be able to watch this game. I cannot guarantee that it's going to be by like legitimate methods. So I, I unfortunately, I, I don't feel right recommending anybody like watching this game probably the way that I'll have to watch this game. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be some kind of like VPN with, you know, some other website stream, you know, combination, but I'm hoping to be able to watch that game. We know that Goga, well, we, we don't even actually know if Goga played. We know that Georgia played Egypt on Saturday, according to flash score.com or whatever right. weird dark web we found flash score and X partner together. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia lost to Egypt this past Saturday in like an international friendly, which isn't great. It doesn't you know give you a whole lot of confidence about you know Georgia's odds in the the FIBA World Cup. They lost, but there's no stats. We can't find any stats anywhere. I I know that I told you all that when I was going through and making this list of like all of the magic relevant international basketball being played this summer, I couldn't find anything on Georgia like prior to the FIBA World Cup. 
and this just goes to show you that I I wasn't lying. Like it's really difficult to find stuff about the Georgian national basketball and like the Georgian basketball federation. It's it's really hard to find that kind of stuff. And a lot of their websites, everything is in Georgian. So like I can use my Google Chrome translator to get a lot of the things to English, but all of their graphics are still in Georgian. And I, I don't know about you all, but I can't read that stuff. So, but if you can find a way to watch Germany versus Sweden on Saturday, August 5th at one o'clock Eastern, and then a week from today, August 7th, the U.S. is playing Puerto Rico in Vegas. That's going to be at 10 o'clock Eastern. I don't know if that is going to be televised anywhere. I would assume so because it's Team USA, but I really don't know. And for those of you that joined our summer league like playback watch parties who have been waiting to hear more news on whether or not we're going to be able to do those for the FIBA World Cup, we've been told by playback that they will not be able to broadcast those games. So maybe we can do some kind of like second screen experience where you know we're watching on one screen, but we're all sort of hanging out in playback and talking about the game while you all also watch the game on another screen if you have ESPN+. Plus. Maybe we'll be able to do something like that, but we won't unfortunately be able to like broadcast the games right from playback, which is disappointing, but you know, it's just kind of the reality, you know, it it is what it is. But Luke, we're not that far from magic relevant basketball coming up here. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. And also, if you're wondering, if you're trying to catch the uh, Puerto Rico USA friendly on August 7th, you're looking at only about 99 bucks for a ticket there. So, if you wanted to go, if you're in the area, if you're in Vegas, if you want to fly out, you know, I uh, I would love to be there, you know, and it's uh, it's only 99 bucks, so not not too bad there. And I I'm very happy that we're back in in the territory of Magic Basketball relevant being played, and then we're you know these it, you got to take it in in small bites here. We're in international play, all this stuff with FIBA training camp preseason and we're there it's coming Dude, i was so worried when you said 99 dollars that you were going to tell me it was 99 dollars to watch that game online oh no 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 i haven't found out the actual pertinent information to us just the the hypotheticals of, of being at the game but no i'm not not entirely sure I, one time on this podcast jonathan i told people to hit me up for how to watch a game and i really regretted it I'm not going to do that this time around. So if you message me, I might just not reply. I put it out there and That's I did wrong. not. I got way too many replies. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. I was just copy and pasting a link. And then I got people telling me it's not working. It's not working. I'm like, all right, this is not worth it for me. But um, yeah, I'm sure that you guys can, you guys can figure it out. You're all smart people. We'll probably all be watching the same way. I hope so. I don't want to have to wait longer than we've already had to watch magic relevant basketball. So that's going to be something to look forward to. But apart from that, we are in like the dead of summer. There's not really too much like magic relevant news that came out. We talked about it last week that Jalen Suggs was going to be part of like uh, basketball beyond borders in Africa. And this past week he was in Africa, like working with top like African prospects and running them through drills and help coaching, you know, that program. So that's awesome to see from Jalen Suggs. 
beyond that, uh, Jonathan Isaac, who you know launched his uh, apparel brand Unitas, like that officially launched this week. So if you're interested in seeing any of that at all, you can go to you know Jonathan Isaac's social media. Uh, the whole launch party was streamed on YouTube. So if you want to go back and you know see any of that, one of my favorite artists, Torn Wells, did have a live performance during that. I was like, man, I didn't get an invite to this event. I I missed Torn Wells singing like one of my all time favorite songs in Known. So I was like down bad. I was like, man, I would have loved to be there for this performance. Well, yeah, if you're interested in any of that, you can go to, I think we are Unitas is the social media tag. Very, very nice stuff. Um, you know, I'm sure the, the quality is, is great and all that. We look forward to hearing more about it from Jonathan Isaac. But if you all are interested in that, you can go ahead and, and check that stuff out. All right, Luke, let's go ahead and give a special shout out to the folks that help make each and every one of our episodes possible, our wonderful patrons. If you've ever been interested in helping, you know, financially support the show, uh, just help us do all the things that we do, like each podcast episode, giveaways, different events. Uh, You can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show, where you can join for as little as $2 a month. And we have other tiers with additional benefits that are all listed on our Patreon and each episode, we shout out our Hall of Fame and Elite Tier patrons. So I'm going to go ahead and start by shouting out the Court Cousins and then Drew Gooden, Armin, Carson Tulo, Jonathan Borges, Normal, Magic Player History, Gabe Gaines, Wiffle, Michael Martin, Jamel Miller, Michael Salapon, The Distract, Donkey Punch, Dave, Paolo and Francis Warmth, Pierre A., Nostalgia and M&Ms, Dylan Holden, Mr. Mikey, Eduardo Sanchez, Drum, Drum, Drummy, Drum, Drum, Danimal, Dodo 15, Bobby Skinner, Goaty 93, Teddy Sylvia, Eric Lopez, Fuchsia, Juan Gerardo, Bill Fulton, Edmund Lagone, Jose Esquilin, Destin for Greatness, Caleb Pete, Cannibalism, Time Mr. TV, ESPN Really Sucks, Gear 95 Shred, Junior Bruce, Half Recon, Shahin 177, Bulby the Dawn, Hemlo Ben, Hemro, R Improv 221, Ray Pastron at Magic Kid 714, Spank Too Hard, Soft Taco, Johnny B, Fuego Nando, Victor Cologne, Fanwell 72, Irish Magic Mike, Austin Lampy, Random Hustle, Only Franz, Maria, Keith Wallace, Fritz, Trade for Grady, we need Dick, Currency Kev, Bruv, Sal. Again, thank you to all of our patrons. If you'd like to join our Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And Luke, now let's get into our conversation with our good friend, Dante Marcatelli. All right, Orlando Magic fans, we are joined by a very special guest, a broadcaster for Bally Sports Florida covering the Orlando Magic. He needs no introduction, but Dante Marcatelli. Dante, how are you, my friend? It's been a while since we talked to you. How have you been? It has been a while, man. Look at you guys. Got professional microphones now. You guys get all the... What is that chair you're sitting on? That is impressive, man. You got all the gear is upgraded. You guys are rolling. I love it. It's good to talk to you guys. You're making you're making us blush. I work from home, so I have to be comfortable during the day. So that's yes. that's this like racing style chair that I, I'm sitting in, man. But always, always good to talk to you, Dante. It's been about almost it's almost been four months since the the season Amazing. ended. Paolo, rookie of the year, you know, historic rookie year. The team, you know, really improved, especially the latter half of the season. Just what was your thoughts like overall last season? Like, what were you thinking during that that five and twenty start? Well, uh, we got to get healthy. We got to get guys back. I think that's what everybody was thinking. But I think before the year started, we kind of all had the same feeling. It was like, man, we could, you know, if we stay healthy, if we get everyone out there, we could be, we could be in the, you know, in, in, in the final push for this thing and try to, you know, maybe be in this thing four or five games out going into the last couple of weeks of the season uh, and make a playoff push. We kind of all felt that if we could be healthy, that something like that was possible. And then you start five and 20, right? Everybody's down. You don't have a point guard. You got bull bull running point. You got Franz Wagner running point. Uh, just whatever bodies you had, I know we all love positionless basketball, but we all love point guards too. And when we started getting some some healthy bodies back, remember Cole was out for the big, uh, a big portion uh, of those twenty five games to start the season as well. So you know that was that was just tough. You're thinking, man, you got this Paulo kid is special. Franz is even better in year number two. Uh, Wendell seems to have taken a jump. You know, you, you knew that these guys were progressing. You just didn't have enough depth. You didn't have enough health. And then guys started coming back. And then it kind of started clicking. And you were 500 or even a tick better uh, the final half of the season, maybe even a little bit more. Then you start thinking, okay, if you if you had all of these guys healthy at the start of the season, which, knock on wood, we should this year, going into this season, uh, then you, you, you're somewhat deep. You're going to have one of the deepest teams you've had, certainly in the last eight, nine, ten years. Um, and then why can't you make the playoffs this season? So I think we felt we'd be close. We'd probably just miss – just miss it, but we would be we'd be in the running, and these guys would get a taste of so and you know quote unquote playoff basketball down the stretch, and and that's kind of what we got. That's kind of what we got. Now let's be healthy from the start to the start of the season to the end, and see if they can't get in. See if they can't grab nine or ten, or maybe even get in the top eight. 
obviously, you know, at the end of this season, you have, like you said, such a strong last really 75% of the season. Yeah, really. You're you're thinking about at that point, okay, what does this team need if they're on pace at this point to be a 45-win team? That's what their pace was as far as their wins go. And then, you know, down the stretch, those last three games of the year, those would have been maybe a different story. You pick up one or two of those that drop in the last three. Sure, You're looking sure. at a 35-win season with a 5-20 and 20 start. What do you think is the the at that point? Where was your head at as far as here's what this team needs moving forward? We're going into a pivotal offseason. What what was your kind of philosophy on on what you wanted the team to do? Well, even that being said, you had the largest win increase in, you know in the Eastern Conference from the previous year, right? So even that was a huge jump. So so you were one of the most improved teams in the NBA with everything that you did. So but just by that standard, man, what a jump, what a leap, what a what a year they had just to make that improvement. Uh, and as you mentioned, you know, you finally were healthy the last, you know, 70, 75 percent of the season. But I think there were so many times, guys, and we know it, we've, we've talked about it, you know, a number of times on the broadcast. And you guys have mentioned it uh, on your podcast and a number of podcasts was was just shooting, just getting enough consistent shooting for this roster moving forward. And, you know, unfortunately, it's just kind of been the thing for this team the last you know, five, six, seven, eight years is, you know, you're, you're in the bottom third of the NBA and three-point shooting, field goal percentage, you know, all, all those things. You've been a solid defensive team. You're one of the better defensive teams in the NBA last year. You're holding your own solid rebounding team. Uh, you know, in the last half of the year, you were protecting the basketball much better. That You really struggled with that. Not having a point guard, it was hard to protect the basketball. So I think that was, you know, something that you saw considerable growth in. So there's so many areas where they played so well and did so well, but you just couldn't get that consistent shooting. And you're hoping this year going into it, you know, that you, that you can have that, that guys will make a jump, you know, that guys will be a little more consistent, you know, that maybe Jalen Suggs can start to kind of figure out things offensively with his offense. Cole Anthony did. I mean, he was unbelievable last year. He was a juggernaut. Markel Fultz was fantastic. And he's, you know, him being back gives everybody so many open looks that I think they'll start knocking down here this year. And, you know, Gary Harris, you had him for 48 games. If you can get him for 80, 75, 80 games, he's second in magic history in three-point percentage at 40%. You know, that that's, that's one of your guys right there to knock down shots, but you got to have him on the floor. So I think it, you know, having healthy guys and knocking down shots is just something that has eluded this team the last few years, but I, it feels like it's changing. Apollo can score from anywhere. Franz can score from anywhere. Uh, Wendell is so sharp. I mean, he had one of his best years and, you know, he's so efficient. And I think, you know, if guys can knock down shots and you get that consistent piece, then I think that's certainly going to help you. I don't know what it is, Luke, but I just cannot help but get so happy when anybody talks good about the magic. Like I, <laughs> I'm having this warm feeling I in know. my face right now. I'm just, getting us excited about next season, but you talk about shooting and adding shooting. Part of that is like retaining the shooting that you have. You picked up the team option on Gary Harris. You go out, you sign Joe Ingles, you bring back Mo Wagner, you bring in Jet Howard, obviously, and Anthony Black through the draft. Can you just talk a little bit about like the off season that the Magic have had and yeah. your thoughts on that? Well, there's a feeling that had Jet Howard been healthy, you know, and, and had played fully healthy throughout the, that's a top 10 guy. It's a top 10 lottery pick with the way he can shoot the basketball. We saw a lot of that in summer league. We saw that stroke that he has. Anthony Black is going to take a little bit, you know, he'll continue to work on his shot and he'll continue to work on his jumper and his three pointer and, and all that stuff. And I, listen, the, 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 the shot will come. I'm, you know, he's, he's so young. 
But his court vision, guys, I'm telling you, the way he sees the floor, that court vision, and then that size to play the point guard position, to play the two guard position, you know, wherever they put him at six, seven, six, eight, the defense that he's going to be able to provide, but the way he's going to be able to get in the paint, similar to Markel, and set up his teammates is going to be something special. And you'll start to see flashes of it this year. But give it two, three years. And, and I'm telling you, Anthony Black is going to be something special. Joe Ingles, you know, when you start talking about veterans, adding veterans to this team, they got to be the right veterans. They got to be guys that are, you know, that that are going to help the youngsters and, and ideally guys that are going to help you on the floor as well. And I think Joe is a guy that can do that. You know, Gary's not Gary's not an overly vocal guy. He will. He he will talk if he needs to, and he's vocal in the locker room. And, you know, and he'll pull guys aside. And, and all, he's got the ear of all the young guys, which is pretty impressive. You know, guys look up to him, guys respect him. So he has it in that way. But he's not overly vocal on the floor or overly vocal, you know, off the court. Um, but Joe Ingles is. <laughs> I think that's a guy. So now you get a the guy that has a, a veteran presence, can shoot the three, can make plays, solid defender, and is vocal and is kind of going to help all these guys along. So I, I think if you look at the total package of what he can do, when he can get minutes and, and what his role is going to be and, and and what that looks like this year, I think the guy's going to play and I think the guy's going to contribute. I think he's going to be a big part of that second unit. Um, you know, so I, I think that's a that's a nice addition. I think it'll be fun to to see where he's at. Now, listen, bringing back Goga, you took a flyer on him. You got to watch him for the last month, month and a half of the season. You know, that's another guy that's playing for his country during the summer that's going to come back with more confidence and that's going to be trying to earn some minutes along with Mo Wagner. You know, you bring back Mo Wagner, which I think Magic fans will be happy about as well. You know, I think so. I think. This wasn't the summer to go spend a ton of money. This wasn't a summer to go bring in a ton of a ton of people and make the big upgrade and the big jump just yet. I think you've got another year of internal development and internal growth, and you were selective, added a few key pieces. Now, what you're 28th in payroll, so you've got. I mean, you you, you haven't committed any money beyond this year. So next summer or at the trade deadline this year or whenever you choose to use it or whatever moves you choose to make, um, you know, the, the the sky's the limit. Now, if you're if you're six, seven, eight this year in the Eastern Conference going into the trade deadline, you can do anything. You can do absolutely anything you want going into the trade deadline or, or certainly, you know, you make the playoffs, you make it to the first round. Who knows? Maybe you make some noise. You have no idea. Now you're very appealing to some of these veterans in the offseason, you know, who are who are looking at different situations. So I, I think that I think they had a solid offseason. I don't think they were looking uh, to go make a huge splash. And I think we're going to see I think we're going to be pleasant, pleasantly surprised with a lot of the pieces they brought in. Jeff, uh, Jeff Weltman and now Anthony Parker have the difficult task of uh, of creating not just a talented team, but a, a cohesive unit chemistry through the roof, making sure that you're, you know, yeah. you're dealing with so many different personalities. You guys over at Orlando, Ma- Orlando Magic Pod Squad, uh, award winning Orlando Magic Pod Squad, <laughs> I'll add. You guys had I Anthony Black and and Jet Howard. I was, the only, I was the only one that voted, but apparently it counted, so I'll take it. So I'll take perfect. It. So well deserved. Well, de- well oh, deserved. That there. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but you guys had Anthony Black and Jet Howard on. Yeah. From a personality standpoint, whether that be off recording, off camera with them, anytime you got or on, is there anything you picked up on personality wise that you're like, okay, that or there was there a moment or a time where you made the assessment of, okay, I understand why these guys were the picks beyond just their talent level, but personality. Well, if we were an award-winning podcast, first of all, we would have had Jet Howard's audio 
properly done. So that was a, so we got to start there. So we got a couple of digs for that, but you know what, we, we get to talk for a few minutes before and a few minutes after. And I think, you know, the, you know, you, you try to ease into it and just have a little conversation, get to know them a little bit. And they seem genuinely receptive, you know, to what we had to say and, and who just even learning who we were, you know, okay, Jeff Turner played for the team, this and that. And, um, you know, we covered your dad jet, you know, when he was here, Juwan Howard for his one year with the magic. Um, so they, they were very, and seemed genuinely interested actually asking questions kind of a little bit about our background and, and they had a whirlwind of a day. You know, they met our staff, they had the press conferences, they did photo shoots, they did, you know, things for an arena. You know, there's a lot of things that they did that day they, and they just flew in that day uh, after having their world, you know, having their dream realized the night, by, night before by getting drafted. So I think they had a lot thrown at them. So I, did, I didn't expect them to have much energy at the end of the day to chat with us, but they did. They were into it and they seem genuine. They seem like the real article, like what you see is what you get. Anthony Black and, and certainly in particular, Anthony was no different before that he was during the show and then again after and, and same with jet um I, I think i think jet's a little uh, a little more subdued i think anthony is kind of a little more a little more outgoing but i, I they're both genuine and you, that's all you heard from the front office and, and from coach mosley and from the teammates uh, is how welcome they are good guys are going to work hard good pedigree certainly with uh you know with jet howard and his dad playing 19 seasons in the nba playing for his dad so i, I think I, I think they like the big thing with Jeff and now Anthony Parker, previously John Hammond, they they like quality people, good basketball players that play the right way, unselfish, but that are good people and that are fine playing for their teammates. I think they, I think they hit it. I think they did. You can see it after you talk to those two guys, after you see them run a few practices, uh, after you see them interact with their, with their new teammates uh, that they got that right. And I, I think those are going to be two welcome additions. Going back to a, a moment ago, Dante, you were talking about Goga and Mo Wagner, you know, playing internationally this summer for Georgia and, and Germany, respectively. I just right. want to get your your opinion on the significance of Paolo playing for Team USA. Right. Franz, we saw him last year in Eurobasket playing for Germany, had a huge role on that team, what that could look like for him. But then our, our head coach, Jamal Mosley, in yeah. coaching the U.S. select team. Just what do you think all of that and like this summer, what can that do for those guys moving in next season? Well, I, if I can, I'll start with Coach Mosley because I, I listen, I'm happy for all these guys, but I'm happiest for him because I think, you know, when 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 coaches sign up for these things, right? You All right, I'm going through a rebuild and you got to lead them through it and this and that. You know, you, you don't know. You don't know the, what your future is going to hold as an NBA coach anyway, but you certainly don't know when you sign on for a rebuild. But this guy has been the real deal. I'm telling you, this guy, we know he's a quality individual. We we know he's a uh, a 10 out of 10 as far as human beings go. But, he, you know, he's trying to prove to everybody because he's never done it before that he can be an NBA head coach. And we've seen it. We've seen it for two years, the growth that all of these young guys have made. So I think that's a feather in his cap because he's he's played a big role in that, him and his coaching staff, bringing these young guys along. So now he gets to see this thing through. So now we have expectations. Now we're going in, fans and nationally, and they're thinking, okay, this team was on the cusp last year. Now maybe they can get in. So that's a little added pressure for these guys. And he, I, I think he would welcome that. And I think, you know, he's, he's, he's going to be able to play who he needs to play to win games. And I think that's the biggest thing. You had to know what you had in Mo Bamba, RJ Hampton, Bull Bull. You had to play these guys. You had to see what you had, and you had to get them reps. You had to get 
Jalen Suggs reps. You had to get Cole Anthony reps. Franz, you got to see what he looks like. Wendell, you now have a body of work, and now you can start this year and say these are the guys that we're going to go in with. These are the guys that are going to help us, and everyone else is going to have to work hard to crack that rotation. And I think that's that's all you can ask for as a coach. So I, I, I'm happy for him that he's going to get that opportunity and that these guys are ready. These guys are ready to pounce. And I think with him working uh, with, with this select team and the guys he's going to be around is only going to help him. Same with Paulo. I, I think you guys have seen it and we've seen it here. You know, I remember when Dwight did it. And I remember when, you know, we've had a number of guys over the years that have, that have worked with the select team. Jonathan Isaac did it, uh, you know, a number of years uh, ago as well. When they come back that next year, there's just a confidence about them. Right. They've they've seen the best. They've they've worked with the best. They know what it takes on a day to day basis. And I think you're going to see that with Paulo. Look at the videos of him and Kevin Durant. Are you kidding me? Like he, he's out there getting some burn with KD. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody is attached to Paulo uh, in, in one way or another. And then Franz is just this this budding superstar that we saw kind of take a jump. Uh, during Eurobasket last year, and we expect him to do the same thing this year. And then we saw him do it in the NBA and just so unselfish and, and you know, really kind of a quiet guy, goes about his business. And and I, I think it's going to help him too. It's going to help Mo Wagner. And and, and I, the one I'm really intrigued by is Goga. I, I You know, this guy's going to lead his country. What a proud moment for him leading Georgia. And then, you know, what's that going to look like for him as he tries to get minutes on this team. So to watch all of these guys and, and what they're going to do this summer, I think we'll all, as, as Magic fans, we'll all be watching. What, did you guys have fun watching Eurobasket last year and cheering on Franz? I think we'll do the same thing this year. I, I fell in love with international basketball yeah. last year watching Eurobasket. Yeah. So as, as excited I am to watch Team USA, I, I can't wait to watch Franz and Joe Ingles and Goga and, you know, Luca, you know, playing for Slovenia and, you know, all the stars kind of around the league. So many good European players now. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. It is. No, you're right. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What do you think it does, Dante, for confidence of, of players? Franz obviously had a great year. We were looking at his counting stats on the last episode. And I was like, man, I know I've seen these counting stats. But looking at them now, 
I think I'd be all right if Franz did this every year. Like if this is his ceiling, I'd be like, this guy is averaging an insane amount on a great clip. And I would have to say that the growth and the confidence has to be partially attributed to his time in Eurobasket leading, helping Germany. Uh, And hopefully he gets to be more of the face this summer. I think that we were all a little uh, irritated last year, but just get, get him the ball. Just get him the ball. We know what Dennis Schroeder has done for Germany, but we just get Franz Wagner the ball, but what does that do for the confidence of all of these guys that are, that are playing and what's your take on it? Well, I think that's the guy that's going to get the ball now. I think we all know, I think now a year two under his belt, I think we all know he needs the basketball. There's too many times he, he would go five, six minutes without a touch, you know, uh, playing in Euro basket last year. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Listen, you're playing the best in the world. He's defending Giannis Adetokounmpo last year in Euro basket, right? And and they win and they beat Greece, right? So what does that do for your confidence? And I think you're you're defending some of the best players in the in the world, and you're scoring on them, and you're you know you're you're making the right plays, and your team is winning. And I, I just think he learned so much last year. I think that'll continue this year. Uh, the way he handles the basketball, he was a much better rebounder last year. I think that three-point shot, you know, he was over 40% in Eurobasket, and he started so hot, you know, during the NBA season with that three-point shot, and, and he's become a three-point shooter as well. But I think the way he sees the floor, his ability to get to the basket, and guys, the way he finishes, I, I think to me, I, I don't think there's any bigger show, there's no bigger sign of his confidence than the way he finishes at the basket. He'll attack on anybody. He'll take anybody off the dribble and he'll rise up on anybody and he'll find a way to finish. And that is a very, that is a very difficult thing to do. But the majority of the NBA struggles with that. And it looks effortless to him. He can go right, he can go left, he can pump fake. I mean, he can go through guys, around guys, over guys. I mean, a little hesitation. We know he's got that, that Euro step. I mean, that, that pause, that hesitation that everybody goes by and then he just lays it in. So I, I, I think when you're when you're playing with the best in the world, you're defending the best in the world, and you're winning, and you're you're victorious, and your team is looking to you to be the guy. I, I think all of those factors add up to, to to give you that confidence, and I think that's what we saw last year, and I think that's what we that's what we'll see this year. I some point the guy needs a break. The guy's played <laughs> he plays during the summer, then the season, then the summer, you know. But it didn't bother him last year. It didn't hurt him. And I think what I like the most, guys, and you guys can appreciate this. There's a competitive fire with Franz. The guy hates missing games. And that is such a lost art in today's NBA. This guy does not miss games. And I think you can count on him. And if you're a teammate of Franz Wagner, knowing that you're going to be, he's going to be there every single night, I think that does something for you. I, his availability uh, certainly has been key. And I, I, and I think that'll just continue to be there. And then we'll see what he looks like. We'll see what new wrinkle he adds to his game this year. Dante, I wanted to ask you, obviously, you've been around the team for so long and you've seen the team at you know the height of its success. And you've also seen some pretty rough periods the last decade as well. Just wanted to ask you, what is one of your your favorite stories from like the, the Dwight era of teams? Maybe, maybe not necessarily like the finals team, but just like while Dwight was in Orlando, what's one of your favorite stories just from following the team? You know what? It, it just the, the way they made fun of each other. I think was probably my favorite thing. Just anytime you went in that locker room, it was fair game. Anybody, media, the the way they picked on each other. I mean, it was just, and it was all in fun. It was locker room stuff, right? It's guys hanging out. It, it wasn't like hazing and, and all that stuff. It was just the jokes and the things they said. 
Um, and it was, you know, a guy like Anthony Johnson, it didn't matter what he wore. They had jokes for him and they, and they said he looked like something, you know, whatever, every single time, whatever outfit he had on resembled something and they would call it out. Uh, Hito, Hito was just the glue. You know, we know what he does on the floor. Um, but just to be the guy, he was the one guy on the team that everybody got along with, no matter who you were. Everybody gravitated to Hedo. There just was no ego there. They're just He was just down to earth, and, and he was the guy that could talk to anybody, and it was amazing. And I think that helps in a locker room, just the guy that kind of keep everything level. Everybody else did that, but I don't think anybody did it as well as him. And I think that was, you know, and they made fun of his English, and they made fun of those kind of things, and we did. I mean, we had a segment called What Did Hedo Say on our show? And he was fine with that. And he's just an incredible sport. And I think that that says a lot. He'd eat pizza before a game. Remember that series in Boston? He's eating pizza and they're killing him in the locker room. He didn't care. He goes, I'm hungry and I like pizza, whatever. You know, I think all that stuff was all that stuff was great. And then, you know, Dwight's funny. And anytime you got on a plane, he'd grab the intercom and you got your coach, Stan Van Gundy there, and he would do his impersonations and Donald Foyle and he would go down the line. But then he'd do Stan. He'd do stand. He would do stand impersonations. And even after the games, he got yelled at. He would impersonate Stan. And everybody's laughing, and except for Stan. You know, Stan would laugh and chuckle, but I think he appreciated it as much as everybody else. But, you know, those kind of things. You know, he had a Superman Snuggie that he wore on the plane, you know. So he'd get up and he had the, you know, the Snuggie on with the cape. And he just was this larger-than-life personality um, that, you know, got to remember, guys, you know, it, it for whatever reason, he was left off the top 75 NBA, which is an absolute disgrace, right? I'll go on any record saying he should be on there over Anthony Davis. He, he, Dwight Howard in his prime. Anthony Davis can't hold a candle to what Dwight Howard did in his prime. There you go. I, that, that to me, um, it, it says it all. And, and the guy who was dominant for a decade, right? So whatever's going on and whatever people think of the last 10 years, whatever. But you got to look at his prime. So he's this, he's this larger-than-life personality national attention, global attention. We go to China. There's people flocking to him, right? We went over there with the Cavaliers. Um, and he just was, all, he just, he never lost that kind of down to earth. He just always had that down to earth, fun personality. And he didn't have to do that. And he was such a, such a superstar with so many people tugging on him. And I, and I just thought that was, I thought that spoke a lot of him. He loved when we played the Cavs. You know, he, LeBron would come out and he would impersonate LeBron with the thing with the powder and he'd make faces like LeBron. I mean, it was it was funny, but that was a big rivalry, you know, with us and the Cavaliers. So I think, you know, there was a lot of stuff that he did to make a lot of people laugh. And and I think the way that team got along, you know, then you throw J.J. Redick in the mix and then Jameer Nelson. You know, you just have Rashard Lewis. I mean, there was so many personalities in that locker room, you know, and I and, I, you know, they all looked to Dwight. They all looked at Dwight and fed off Dwight. And, you know, that, that was just such a special time. We do our best to try to remind people how just how good Dwight Howard was. Yeah. Like, didn't have the best ending to his time here in Orlando. Like, that's not any secret, but that really shouldn't, like, it's been long enough that that shouldn't diminish what he did. Like, even beyond his time in Orlando, like people forget how good he was, even in Los Angeles, even in Houston. The guy made like eight straight all NBA teams. Oh. He was one of the best three centers in the league yep. for the better part of a, a, a decade. And well, look at look at what, what driving back which, to back to back defensive players of the year. Right. We go on forever. Well, don't you guys say? And everybody says, well, you know, we get superstars and then they leave. Well, what team keeps you talking about Dirk Nowitzki, Kobe Bryant? 
Paul, even Paul Pierce left, right? Then you have the legends of Michael Jordan played for another team. Like there's very few guys that dra- are drafted by one team and play their whole career there. Anthony Davis couldn't wait to get out of New Orleans, right? LeBron James has been on three different teams, four if you count two times with the Cleveland Cavaliers. So he played here nine years. It's not like he was here two years and then left. Like he had a, he's still our leader in about five different categories. Like the guy had a heck of a career here in Orlando. Awful how he left. And I think if he had to do it again, I think he'd sit right here and he'd tell you that he made a mistake, that he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to, he shouldn't have left. He should have stayed here and he should have won a championship. But, you know, you didn't know. He didn't know what he didn't know. And it felt like he wanted to go to another team and, and, you know, and then bounced around a lot after that and, and just could quite never, never really could quite kind of find himself again, unfortunately, in the NBA. And who knows? You know, he, he may not play in the NBA again. I hope he does. I hope he comes back because I, I, I think he's still talented enough to do it. But you're right to, to you know, to, to that point, the guy was special. And and I, I just I hate the narrative that, you know, he, he, everybody makes it seem like he played here three or four years. Right. The guy was here nine years. The guy had a heck of a run. And there's very, very few guys that get drafted and even play with one team for nine years. Right. I mean, there's very, very few of those guys. Well, we're hoping Paolo Bancaro is the exception. Yeah, that's we're hoping right. Him and Franz yes, are here for yes. a, a long, long, long time. Dante, Absolutely. and we'll end with this. You're getting in your car. You're on your way to Amway before a game. You're looking to get in the correct, you know, broadcasting headspace. What what is on the Dante Marcatelli playlist? Like, what songs are you jamming out to on your way to Amway? Interesting. I think that well, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like the. Do you guys have Sirius? I like that Highway Channel. So I get a little country, right? A little country okay. music kind of going in there. I'll I'll listen to that. A lot of times, I usually have NBA serious radio on, to be honest, too. So make sure I'm not missing anything NBA wise as we go down to to start our, you know, to start our pregame show. I'm a big '80s guy, you know. If I can if I can find me some Journey uh, or you know something like that or Poison, if I can find some of that going down to the arena, I don't think anybody in your audience will know what I'm talking about. But if I can find those bands. Going down to the arena, I'll listen to that. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I don't like to play my own music. I just hit me, hit me with what you got, and I'll find the channels that I like, the music that I'm in the mood for, and then I'll get down with whatever's playing. That, that, that's kind of my, that's kind of my go-to. Well, Magic fans, as we go into next season, just remember, don't stop believing. Right? <laughs> yes, that, see, I'll, I'll end with that. But Dante, uh, well played. Just well let played. everybody know where they can find you on, on social media, and, and obviously, we look forward forward to hearing you back on the broadcast once the season starts. Well, you guys got to help me with this. It's at Dante Magic. It was on Twitter. What is it now? X. I think, I think we're on X. I, well, I, think I we're still on call X it now. Twitter, but I guess it's X. Yeah, uh, it's, it's at Marcatelli on Instagram. But then I click the button, and now I'm on Threads. So I'm trying to figure that out. I got threads. I don't know what I haven't done. TikTok. I haven't gone down that road yet. I have an account, but I don't do much with it. Um, so that that's the big one. If I do anything, it's going to be Instagram and X, I guess, X, is what it I is. Guess. So, so yeah, so those those two things. But thank you guys and keep up the great work. I, we really appreciate it. And all the the job that you do and um, the stories that you uncover and, the, you know, everything that you do covering the team and you guys do a great job. So keep it up. And it's it's always great talking to you guys. It means a lot for those of you who may not have been listening to our show for that long. Like Dante Marcatelli took time out of his life and schedule when we had like first started the podcast to come on and give us a little bit of credibility at the time. So um, just always appreciate your time, man. You're a, a true pros pro. 
And uh, yeah, wish you all the best and, and really looking forward to hearing you guys back on the broadcast, Dante. Really appreciate well, it. I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. That's very kind. And as your podcast soars past ours, just remember us. No. Just remember us no. and have us and just Knock don't, it don't off. forget us and keep us keep us involved. All right. Knock Pre- it off. Never. Hey, man. I appreciate it. I'm proud of you, man. Good job. Good job, guys. Good talking to you. We'll see you soon. Once again, a big shout out and a big thank you to our pal Dante Marcatelli for joining the show. Always a pleasure to talk to him. Luke, I don't know what it is, but I legitimately cannot help myself whenever we have a guest on the show, whether they're biased or not biased. As soon as they start saying like positive things about the Orlando Magic, I just feel this like warm, fuzzy feeling inside that just like goes through all my extremities. And for like that 30 seconds, my life is just infinitely better. It lets me know that we're not alone in this optimism that we have for the team and that it might not be blind optimism we might actually be on to something here and be feeling positive about our team and i really just hope that we are correct and thinking what we're thinking but yeah you adds validity these guys are professionals they you know pe- people hear what they say and they have a little bit of a weight to them so it's nice to hear guys like dan savage obviously most recent recently here then dante marcatelli you know today Speak well of the Orlando Magic. There's no need to sugarcoat. This team has a very, very bright future, something we're all excited about. But yeah, it always is nice to hear people speak good things about the Magic. All right, Luke, I think that's going to do it for this one. Again, really, really appreciate Dante taking out the time. Looking forward to seeing the broadcast. That time of year, something about sitting down on a weeknight especially once we get into October, November, the temperature starts dropping here in Florida and just sitting down and watching the Orlando Magic play. With a nice slice of Papa John's because the Magic just won the last game before. It's a great time. I, I don't know how much I'll be able to experience that because the Papa John's in my area, in terms of, like last year, they would not accept the promo code. I'm going to have to call. I'm going to have to speak to someone. The manager. And be like, what is going on here? Like, you don't under you are drastically underestimating the amount of pizza that I will buy if you let me use this code. And like yeah, sometimes somewhere I read that like making a pizza at one of these places costs the pizza place like a dollar fifty to make, and then they're charging you like twenty dollars for the pizza. Like you can, you'll survive if you give me fifty percent off. You know, as as the magic are, are racking up W's. But yeah, just very very very. Much look forward to hearing Dante Marcatelli, Jeff, David, Q Rich, Coach Hill, like hearing their voices come through the speakers of my TV just does something for the soul. And I I genuinely cannot wait for that. But that's going to do it for this one. For Luke Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You all have been listening to The Six Man Show. We will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Sixth Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps out the show a lot. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sixth Man Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic! It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. 
The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.